Another edition of Gain and Retain 365, where our goal is to educate and motivate aspiring entrepreneurs like yourself. This morning, we have a very special guest, and I will allow her to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Stephanie Hobbs. What's down with me, Stephanie? How you doing, Miss Hobbs? I'm good. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. <laughs> Glad to have you this morning. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course. Style me, Stephanie. Style me, Stephanie. Yes. Tell the world. What, what is this about? What is Style Me, Stephanie? Style Me, Stephanie is a fashion consulting business. I'm a personal stylist, wardrobe, fashion and wardrobe stylist, excuse me. And uh, we style women, men, and kids. Okay. Um, okay. We make everybody look good uh, <laughs> that's what they would love everybody to wanna look good. everybody wants to look good yes okay. yeah that's what we do um some of our services uh, like i say it's personal styling fashion and wardrobe styling virtual styling uh virtual styling was really really booming when the pandemic hit um of course you know we were all at home but you know we were still moving around here and there but I was able to uh, style a couple of clients. You know, they wanted to do photo shoots, you know, for their birthday. And um, I had one client that did her photo shoot in Nashville. Of course, I couldn't go to Nashville with her. But uh, we did a Zoom call, so I was able to feel like I was there. The photographer didn't mind me, you know, consulting via Zoom. So that was pretty, pretty cool. Okay. Uh, we do fashion show coordination. Uh, uh, do put fashion shows together. Um, closet revamps, that's some of the services that we offer. Okay, so what is the origin of Style Me, Stephanie? Uh, when you, just, when you say origin, what do you mean by that? When did it begin? What, oh, okay, it, okay, how, how it started. Like, okay, yeah. so, uh, I've always had a love for fashion. Uh, I know that sounds like a cliche because most women do love fashion, but I got my fashion sense from my mother, um, my mom, she's always been a fashionable person. I used to walk around in her heels. Um, I didn't just walk around in her old heels. I walked around in her new heels. And she would be my butt for that. But uh, she had always said that uh, Stephanie's going to grow up and be into fashion just like I, like she was. So I did. Um, but, you know, I always had my friends, you know, put an outfit together. But I didn't really at that time, you know, it's growing up being in high school and college. I always wanted to look good. I always wanted to be cute, but I wasn't focusing on, you know, having a fashion business at that time. Okay. Went to college, uh, went to grad school, things of that nature. But it really got introduced to me that I could turn my passion into profits. Like um, 2017. Okay. Um, what did you major in in college? Business administration management. And then I got my master's in business administration as well. Um, so, you know, I just had a friend that she was a radio personality and she just, you know, would go to events. She's like, Stephanie, I love the way you dress. Can you just help me, you know, put some look together, you know, looks together. She's like, I don't, you know, just want to look different. I said, sure. You know, and she was like, well, how much you going to charge? I was like, girl, I don't know. Like, um, you know, at that time I wasn't focusing on charging people. I just wanted to help. And then she said, well, I feel like, you know, you have that talent um, and you should get paid for what you do. I said, okay, well, give me whatever you want to give me. You know, I didn't really care. It was just a little extra money for me. So was that the first time that you styled someone yeah. other, other than yourself? Yeah, that okay. was the first time. And How did it turn out? It turned out really, really, really well. Uh, she, her first event, I'll never forget it. 
um, I did something simple, something that she really wasn't used to. We just did like some distressed jeans, some uh, heels, a white tank top, you know, white tank top, you can do so much with it, white tank top, and I had like a flannel shirt we tied around her waist and gave her a wide uh, brim hat, some cute jewelry, and she stepped out, and she was like, Stephanie, she called me the next day, she's like, so many people were uh, complimenting me and stuff cute. like that, yeah, she was like, I just really felt cute, and I was like, well, good, that's, you know, that's that, that was, was the goal, right, yeah, right. so... She's like, man, can we do this again? I was like, yeah, just let me know. You know, so it just went on from there. You know, it was a couple more events that she had. And, you know, I would put some looks together for her. And um, after that, you know, she didn't really hire me after that. So I was good. You know, I was like, well, you know. Then 2018 came and a friend, a good friend of mine, we would always sit down and talk about life. Uh, and she was just sitting down one day, I was at her home, and she's like, Stephanie, what is it that you really want to do? And I said, mm, well, I really want to do something in fashion. At that time, I didn't know what I could do. Um, I just said, I know I want to do something in fashion. I know I, uh, God has given me this gift, and I want to use it. And then she's like, hmm. So she's like, you know, if you did something, what would you do? I was like, you know, that's a good question. I was like, I don't really know. Um, I said, but, and then she said, well, you know, think on it, pray about it. And I said, okay. I was like, well, you know, when you're praying, you know, like, um, I don't know what to ask him. It was like, just, you know, I was like, well, Lord, just give me a vision. What purpose. am I supposed to, what's my, what's my purpose? What am I supposed to do? So, like I say, uh, I had a friend, uh, Cliff Aaron, uh, drummer boy, Vinity. Uh, you know, he produced a lot of shows here in Little Rock, um, musical shows, you know, live performances, a lot um, you know, I'd say Little Rock has some of the best <laughs> performers here in Little Rock as far as like live music scene. So, you know, he would always do that. And he was having an event um, in Hot Springs in June of 2018. Uh, it was called Drummers in the House 2018. He, was, he brought a lot of celebrity drummers to do like this camp where they were teaching people how to, you know, use the drums. So I was like, okay, and then, you know, after I figured out what I kind of wanted to do, I kind of, like, talked to him about it, and then he said, Stephanie, well, I already have a, a venue. It's already paid for, so let me know what you want to do. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, I don't even know what I want to do. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I just have a small fashion show or something like that. And so I, he, he just invited you to use he, his platform. Yes, yes, he really did. And um, I said, well... Okay, I said, maybe I can get some models together, you know, maybe style them from the closet. I was like, I don't want people to have to spend money, you know, because they're going to travel. Even though Little Rock and Hot Springs is not that far right, right. apart, but, you know, they still got to travel, you know, to be there. So that's gas money and stuff like that. And I said, well, okay, I think I'm going to do this small fashion show. Actually, my friend that asked me to birth my baby that was her idea as well. She said, well, you could do a little, little fashion show and show off your uh, looks. I was like, what looks? Now, when she say birth my baby, y'all, that means bring her, her, her vision into fruition. Yes, okay? She's bring not it to a, life. Not, not a midwife or anything. Yeah, like I'm not that, right? really having she a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just want y'all to know. Okay? Yes, I'm glad you clarified that. But um, I said, okay. I said, well. How am I gonna put all this together? So then I went to him. Like I say, I talked to him. He's, you know, he already had the venue. He had a date already set up and all that stuff. And I said, okay. 
I, and I said, when is the event? He told me. I said, I looked at the calendar. I said, I have exactly two weeks to get this done. Sure notice. I said, oh, Lord, I'm going to need you. I said, I'm need you to come through for me. So I just started talking to some of my friends. I was, you know, telling them what I needed. And everybody just jumped in to help me. I had to get a logo, get somebody to make my logo. I had to get a banner, uh, you know, make sure my social media was up to par. So, you know, when I'm doing this fashion show and I want people to follow me, you know, that needs to be intact. Um, I wanted my models to have, like, T-shirts with my logo on it because after the show, I wanted them to change into the T-shirt. So right. we would walk around and... Represent the brand. There you go. Right, right, right. And um, I said, okay. I said, but I don't want to... Like I said, I didn't want them to spend a lot of money, so... I asked each model that I picked, I said, can I style you from their clothes? They was like, yeah, you think you can find something? I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going, I can find something out of your closet. And I wanted to stick, the only thing I want to do is stick to my signature style, which is the pop of color. Um, I always try to make sure that most of my outfits, I wear a pop of color because I just love pop, I just love color anyway. Right, right. Um, so they said, like, okay, well, you know, I picked my models, they allowed me to come over. Uh, keep in mind now, each model clothes was not going to look the same because everybody's, you know, clothes and stuff are different. Exactly. As long as I stick with my signature style, I was going to be good. So I did that. Um, went to the, picked out an outfit, made sure that I had my pop of color. I was good. So I got everything flowing. And of course, you know, when you're putting stuff like this, yeah, I'm finding this myself. So I got to, you know, get all these things. And I was like, okay. My money looking funny. I ain't just not payday week. Okay, what's going on? But you know, like I said, when I prayed about it, I knew the good Lord was going to, you know, if it was meant for me to do this, right. He was going to make a way, okay. and He did just that. I mean, I had friends that was like, "What do you need? I, I'll pay for it, whatever." I was like, "Well, I got these T-shirts, and um, it's this, you know, it costs this amount of money, and I'm like, you know, I give it back to you when I get paid, you know, because you know, hey, you know, we trying to make it in this world, so." Sometimes, you know, you may not always have the money to do what you, you know, need to do at that time. Because, like I say, it was not pay week for me. Right. And, uh, like, I know I said, I had two weeks to get it done, and payday was two weeks prior to that. So but, but I, I commend you on um, is you're you bringing your vision into reality, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And doing it on a budget. Yes. Because you think of a fashion show, you think of a lot of expensive name brand clothes, mm -hmm, right? Yeah. But this is your first time doing one. Right, right. So you gotta get your you gotta build up to that level right. where you have these major brands donating clothes. So right, you can have right. this fashion show. Absolutely. Right. And I love the way that you did this, you did it out of their closet. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. that's amazing, man. Yeah. That's, that's creative. Yeah, so I did that and um I mean, like, we was getting things together. So that Friday, I drove to um, to Hot Springs, and some of the models came that Friday evening. And keep in mind, they were so nice. They wanted to be there that night before. So some of them, you know, got a room at the hotel. And, you know, that was, you know, expenses that they wouldn't have to do. Right. But they wanted to do that. And then some came early that Saturday morning because I had um, a makeup artist, which is uh, one of my friends, Amari Briggs. She's... Um, Amari B Studios, she does makeup, and I talked to her about what I wanted to do, and uh, she was so gracious to do everybody's makeup, you know, at a discount price. She didn't wow. have to do that, but she did it for me. We worked things out, and she came, she drove from Little Rock that morning. I think we started like at 6 that morning. Yeah, and um, she did all the models' makeup. She did my makeup. I was last. 
Because I feel like even though it wasn't the traditional fashion show that people are used to, I still want everybody to look, you know, glamorous and in their, you know, outfit that I picked out. But, you know, we wanted to make sure makeup was on point. Right. You know, everybody's going to see that. So, um, I mean, it just turned out really better than what I thought it was going to be. Uh, people, I was seeing people in the audience, they were showing up, and it was texting me, I'm here, I'm here. Because, you know, we was back in the room, you know, getting dressed and stuff like that. So the show started like at four, and like I said, we was up, I had been up since like six that morning, you know, making sure everything was flowing right. I had to do like Facebook Lives just to promote. And I'm not, everybody know me, I'm not a big video person doing Facebook Lives, which I'm learning now, but I've gotten a whole lot better. But I did it, and I was just so proud of myself because, you know, I had to get on the mic, so that means I had to talk in front of people, which I absolutely hate, but I've gotten better. So they was like, Stephanie, you're going to have to get on the mic. I said, why? Why? I mean, I just be behind the scenes. I don't want to talk. It was like, well, since you're new, and you're, you know, coming out. You put a face to it, right? Yes. You're introducing yourself as a fashion stylist, so you definitely want to get on the mic and tell the people your concept of what you're doing. I said, okay. So I was so nervous, and I was really, really scared and excited, too. So when I got on the mic, I was seeing people, because we was upstairs. Mm -hmm. They were coming down the stairs, so everybody's out, like, in the audience. I'm, like, way up, and I'm looking down at the audience. So I'm talking and I'm excited. So I talk with my hands. I'm trying not to talk because I don't want to mess the mic up. But I got the mic and I was talking. And I never forget, my mic was just going like this. It, I had looked down at one of my friends. She was like, keep the mic, you know, keep still, you know, because they couldn't really hear me because I kept moving the mic. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm a little nervous and I'm excited. And of course, you know, everybody laughed and thought that was cute because, like, well, we understand, you know what you're doing and that you're excited. So I was like, okay. I told them what was going Everybody was, I could just see the look on everybody's faces. Like they were excited to see what was going to happen. And then I, the music started playing and it was showtime. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, so they came down the stairs. Cause keep in mind, we practiced that morning too. You know, the show. Cause I was like, I don't even know how I want them to walk. But I wanted to take advantage of the staircases that were going down like this and then out in the audience. So I was like, okay. I can have one come down here, one come, and it's gonna pretty, you know, be pretty dope. So they did it, and then like the the anticipation on the the crowd, it was looking like which way they coming, you know, we don't know. So I was just watching, and it was coming out. Everybody was modeling in their own way. They weren't professional models, so you know, like I said, that's why we practiced. Right. And then um, of course they was it was the music was playing because I picked out my own music as well. Okay. Um, some of my favorite songs, and it, it was going. It was, I was like, I can't believe I'm really doing this. Wow. So did it, did it turn out as a, as a It success? did. It turned out really, really well. Everybody was like, you know, clapping. You know, they was, you know, hollering, like, go, Stephanie. And then, of course, I came out last, and, you know, I did my little, you know, walk or whatever. And then we all walked back out, you know. And I, was, I had forgot to tell them, don't leave, because we're coming back, but we had to go change. Because what I did is I had all the models, you know, wear, it was actually a tank top. I said T-shirt, but it was actually a tank top with my brand on. But everybody had on the same tank top. And I said, well, I want some color. You know, I had to stay, stick to that signature style now. Pop color. Pop color. <laughs> so I was like, um, your bottom 
you know, let it be color or your shoes or something. We, I, we need some color. So everybody followed that. And I, some people I didn't get a chance to greet because uh, when we went and changed, they thought it was over. And I was like, oh, I forgot to let them know. Like, oh, it was only a few people that left because everybody wanted to stick around and, you know, take pictures and stuff like that. But I had this banner up with my logo on and stuff like that. So that's where we took the pictures after the show. Okay, so, you know, like on TV, you see, you know, the designer, you know, taking pictures with the audience, the participants and stuff like that. And I'm just, I just literally like stopped for a minute and was watching the crowd. And I was like, everybody's in the line and saying, take a picture with me. Like, you know, they wanted to post, you know, social media and talk about my brand and talk about, um, you know, that I had just launched, you know, my business. Number one, uh, I just introduced myself as a fashion stylist. And I was just like, they stand in line. They want to take a picture of me. So I got like emotional. And I was like, oh my gosh. And my best friend, she came from Dallas. Um, my other girlfriends from college came in. And like that, they came in that Friday. So we had like a little get together that Friday, you know, just to, I guess, just say a celebratory moment. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Okay, so <laughs> apparently this event was a success, right? Yeah. So that that lets you know, like, that was the verification that let me take this seriously, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So what were the steps to turning this into a legitimate business from a legal aspect? Okay, so now I did legally, I did get my EIN number. I had all of that. I had registered my business with prior the state. Prior to the event. Prior to, because, okay. you know, I have friends that are business owners. So they're like, Stephen, if you're going to get a business, make sure it's legit. I said, well, what am I supposed to do? I was like, can you help me with the paperwork? So they told me to do all that. And the only thing I hadn't done, because, you know, they thought I knew it and just, um, you know, didn't tell me. But the only thing I didn't have at that time was the business license. But that didn't take no time getting that done. But I had registered the business. I had my EIN number. So I was halfway there, not fully there. But I wasn't, like, operating just fully at that time. So I had time to get everything done. But I just wanted to make sure if I was going to do this, I was going to do it in a legit way and be real. Okay. okay, so that launch date was June 16th of 2018. Literally, Justin. You know, and I knew it was meant to be because the next month, that was June, July. From July 2018 to the end of the month, I was getting booked for different events that... Really? I mean, it was people calling me, asking me, well, how much you charge to put, you know, organization Sigma Chi Chi? They was asking me to put a fashion show for them. It's a nursing organization. I was like, uh, let me get back with you because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because that goes to my next, my next question. I'm curious, like, how yeah. do you monetize your services? How do you price yeah, and see, at that time, I did not know. But as fashion stylists, fashion stylists can really, first of all, we work by the hour. Okay. So we can charge whatever we want to charge. But me, I didn't want to be busting heads. I'm like, I'm just starting out, so I want to be reasonable. Mm -hmm. I did my research. I was right. like, okay, for right now, I'm going to just keep it, you know, low. Okay. Everybody was telling me, your rate is very, very low. You need to go up. I said, yeah, I probably do, but I'm going to wait a while. So um, I would calculate, you know, the hours. And then I started, as I went, I was reading more, doing more research that, you know, something like fashion shows and, you know, if somebody want to hire me for a photo shoot, putting a package together would be a whole lot better than trying to calculate every hour that you've worked. Okay. 
because when you're busy, I'm not focusing on that clock. Right. You know, I'm just trying to get the job done. So I would factor in like time, what I need to do, and of course my rate and my experience, and just put a package together, which would probably be much, much easier for the client anyway. Right, right. So I did that. Um, but guys, I just want to let you know, I didn't know all of this right away, <laughs> so I had to learn. So that's how, you know, like now, that's how I pretty much monetize. Now, if it's just like an hourly rate of speaking engagement, I'll just go by the hour. Okay. But it's like I say, if it's a photo shoot or something, I'm really going to be doing a whole lot. I'm going to just put a package together. And like one thing about it, my website, I'm revamping my website now where I'm going to add those particular packages and I'm going to name them, you know, have a little catchy name for each one of them that represent my brand. And then the, the client can just go and click the one that's best for them and okay. pay for it. So I know you told me you have a degree in business administration, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So is Style by Stephanie. Style me. Style me by. Style me Stephanie. Style me Stephanie. Uh -huh. I'm sorry. Is that okay? Me, style me Stephanie. Is uh -huh. this your six to ten? Okay. It's the, it's the, yeah. Okay. It's okay. So I get up at five. <laughs> so right. it's like by five fifteen. To whenever. I got you. Okay. Yeah, because I do have a full-time job, and then, of course, I work on weekends. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm always working. And lately I've been, you know, been booked for different, uh, like, podcasts with you. Um, I've had, like, yesterday I had two consults because, like, you know, I always like to do a consultation with a potential client. Uh, and that's just the way people's like, well, what is a consult? You know, I was like, well, a consult is me to learn about you and right. you to learn about me and what you what your needs are before we go forward. Right. Because you know, some people feel like, um, why well, I need a consult? And I just want, I mean, I just want you to style me. But no, we I, need to know what your expectations yes, are. Yes, I need to know what, what do you want? How do you want to look? What's your sizes? What's your favorite colors? What you look best in? What you feel like you don't look good in? I need to ask. All of that. I can't just style you. And then one thing about it is I'm not going to style you like me, how I dress. You know, some people feel like, well, just pick, you know, just pick me something out that you probably will wear. No, I can't do that. No, it don't work like that. No. What, what look good on you may not look good. Right, like absolutely. Okay. So, um, and then when I'm working with my clients, I always try to, you know, number one, I'm going to inspire, I'm going to motivate, and I'm going to educate. And the education okay. part is the most important because... I want to teach my clients that, you know, how to pick out your outfits, how to learn more about your body, what looks good on you. And if you don't, if you can't afford to, you know, hire me for a certain event, I have taught you enough to know how to pick out things that, you know, will work for that yeah, particular so event. moving forward, yeah. if necessary, you can dress yourself. Right, If you there can't you afford go. to book me. Absolutely. But when the fun's straight. Then you can call me. Call Stephanie. <laughs> you call Stephanie, yeah. yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So, you know, on this platform, we our main objective is to discuss gaining and retaining. Yes, right? yeah. How do you gain your clients or consumers? You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what did you do to create awareness and get your brand out Social there? media. Okay. Social media is free. Use it, guys. Use it. So what I did um, once I started, like, learning, and I want to, you know, tell people that, you know, you're not going to just know everything right away. No I mean, uh, at least I didn't. But I had friends that, you know, were good at social media. I had friends that were business owners. People just, you know, just dope, just no ideas of what to do. So I started posting on my business page, my Style Me Stephanie business page, Facebook page. Y'all go like that page, okay? So, 
out. Yeah, so uh, I kind of like wanted, you know, I knew up front that I wanted to educate my clients, but I want to educate them beforehand. So I started doing daily style tips. You know, posting Monday through Friday, you can go to my page, you're going to find a style tip every day. Um, I made sure I did that. Um, I made sure I post about fashion on a daily pace because consistency is key. People see that you're consistent, that you're committed to your brand, they're going to support it. Yeah, they'll start to take you serious. Right. Yeah. Now, everybody's not going to support you, so don't think that everybody's going to support what you do. But um, the people that are meant to support you will. So uh, I was doing that, and I was just, like, posting my looks that I put together. You know, if I'm out somewhere, I would post, you know, and that's one thing about it. I had to put myself out there more, which I was like, ooh, I don't really know if I want to do that, but I had to. Right, right. I got to take more pictures of myself. And, you know, I have people like, oh, she thinks she's cute, you know. I do. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, you got to be confident. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I had to show people how to how I dress and how I put things together. Of course, you know, we have the reels and TikToks now. Everybody was like, oh, Stephanie, you need to start doing these reels where you're changing our different outfits. I hadn't learned that, but I'm going to get there. But to answer your question, like you said, how did I uh, retain my clients, how did I gain them? I started gaining them that way through social media. And then, of course, me when I got the clients, you know, they hired me for an event, styling for an event, whether it's for a photo shoot or whatever. Um, I made sure that I did a good job, and I made sure that, I, like I say, inspire, motivate, and educate. They loved that, so they came back. Gotcha. I got you. <laughs> so they, they fell in love with the service. And, yes. And obviously, we're going to come back for this. If it's right. a good service, you're going to return, right? Right. Absolutely. That's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so who would you say that your, your target is? Who's your main oh, consumer? My main consumer is 40-plus women. Women that are forty plus and up, put it that way. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I mean we're all career women. We want to look good. Uh, I know the pandemic stopped us, you know, from a lot of people work from home now. But you want to be comfortable. Right. You still want to be cute. You know, you may have to step out. You know, do errands and stuff like that. You may have a meeting. You may not necessarily want to be, you know, dressed up. Right. But you want to be cute. And so I have these five things, five C's that I like to say. What are they? <laughs> my five C's, and then watch, I'll probably forget one because I'm being recorded right now. But my five C's for styling me, Stephanie, I always say cute, chic, classy, comfy, and casual. Okay. okay. And I always try to make sure I stick with those when it comes to, you know, different outfits. Because, like, you know, they feel like when you're wearing heels that you can't be comfortable. Yeah, you still now Heels do hurt. Now, some brand heels... Yeah, they kill you. But, you know, there are still ways where I can still incorporate all those five C's. And it just depends on who the client is. Like I say, when you're uh, working from home or even, you know, the office it has changed compared to what it was back in the day. You know, everybody had to wear heels and suits and stuff like that now. It's a lot now. more relaxed now. It's right? a lot more relaxed where, uh, you know, you can dress down. But, like I say, you still want to be cute. Still want to be comfortable. Still want to be casual. You still want to be chic. I love, you know, being chic. Um, I feel like, you know, my outfit, even though I have my sneakers, people are like, oh, you know, you can be chic in sneakers. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. So I stick with those five C's. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, though, who, who influences Stephanie? Okay, my biggest influence, um, Jay Bolin, the celebrity stylist. I love him. Uh, he lives in Dallas, 
And the, and I'm going to tell you why I love him. One thing about it, he's notorious for pops of color. He loved pops of color. He loved mixed prints. I love that. But not just only that. Uh, he started out styling people from their closet. And his story, uh, maybe you have a, you know, free time, you Google him, you'll learn about his story. But he started styling people from like Target, stuff like that, you know, low budget stores. Mm -hmm. But now Target is stepping up now. Say, That's Target, not, don't sleep, <laughs> don't sleep on Target. Don't sleep on Target because they really have some nice designers that are, you know, some dope clothes. Like, uh, they coming out, I'm like, man, you know, I need all this collection. But, you know, back in the day, he was doing it. He was styling from the closet. And I would just read about his story. And I was just like, okay, if he can do it, I can do it too. Thanks. Yeah. And then... Um, I actually went to his fashion boot camp in Dallas in 2019, uh, and I learned a lot from him. And it was just like a one-day, all-day event. But, I mean, you moving and grooving. Yeah. He's teaching. He got, uh, you know, professional uh, speakers there. There, You know, you going to do things that's on hands-on. Yeah, I commend you on that, investing in your craft. Yes. I really do. Yeah. So, um, and it wasn't cheap, you know. Jay Butler's celebrity, he, you know, his yeah, you're going to pay for it. It's education, though. Yeah. It's going to pay for itself. Yeah, and I was too glad, you know. And then one thing about it is, is that I had friends when I told them, I, you know, when I applied, you know, it was like, actually, my friend Amari, the makeup artist, she sent me the information that you should apply for this. So I have friends that look out for me that, like, they'll see things that I may not see. And, like, I think you'll be good at this. You may want to try it. Okay. So when she sent it to me, I was like, you know, you first thing you, you know, you think negative. And I was like, okay, right. I can't do this. You know, I got to stay positive. Because the first thing I said was, he ain't going to pick me. I don't, I haven't been in this long enough. I don't feel like I know enough to be accepted in his boot, fashion boot camp. I applied. So it was only a limited amount of people yeah. who were able to attend. Mm -hmm. And okay. then, like, it's a series of questions. You have to put your social media uh, platforms out there. So they're going to check. Okay. <laughs> and let me tell you. I did that, and I think it took probably about two or three weeks to hear from back from him. And I was like, oh, I heard nothing from him. So I knew he wasn't going to pick me anyway. So one day, I was checking my emails, and I saw that email. I was like, oh, my God, he picked me. He <laughs> said, only picked me. Yeah. So I immediately was like, okay, you know. And one thing about it with Jay Volet, he had a payment plan. So you didn't have to pay it all at once. I was like, thank you, Jesus, <laughs> so I could get my coins together. And a friend of mine um, was like, you know, so happy for me, offered to pay half. Wow, that's amazing. And I was like, oh, that's even better. So I had to pay half, and he paid half. And I was good. I had to get my flight. Of course, I didn't want to drive. But there were things that I had to take with me because they had a list of things that you had to bring with you. But I, it was enough for me to be able to take on the plane. So... Um, I got my plane ticket, got my things that I needed, you know. And then there were some things that I got while, you know, once I got there, you know, I just went to the store and right, buy. Of course. But um, the main important things that I know that I had to pull out of my closet, I made sure that was in my bag. So, I mean, that was the most, I can say the most, well, it was one of the most important days of my life because I'm learning from my idol. You know, my I call him my mentor. Right, right. <laughs> Even though, and I will and I will post about it all the time. Say so he don't know I'm his. You know, 
I'm his mentee, but he's my mentor. But I watch him all the time. Um, and it was just funny that last week was UAPB homecoming. I graduate, graduated from UAPB. Okay. Go Lions, go. But um, I had posted this look uh, that Friday. Mm -hmm. And um, several days later, I, I posted this this weekend. I think it was Friday or Thursday. I can't remember what day it was. But he posted a, he had styled one of his models. And the look was similar to what I had done. Really? That right then, I said, you know what? I'm sleeping on myself. Let right. me stop thinking that I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, you know what you do. You got this. And then, like, I was talking to one of my girlfriends. And she said, she said, I've been trying to tell you this from day one. Like, you know, just sometimes I just be want to slap you. Be like, girl, you got this. Right. You know, like, what's for you is for you, you know, the clients that you're supposed to have you're going to get those you don't have to style like everybody else you have your own signature style you have your own way of doing things stick with it and i said you know what okay and she said this is confirmation right here look at your look and look at his look right they were so similar yeah i was like okay let me stop okay well you know you know sometimes you do second guess yourself you right. know when you're doing something and you know, you have the outside noise, and when I say outside noise, I mean outside people that, you know, feel like, oh, well, you should be doing this. You should be styling like this. Well, you need to do this. No, I'm doing it the way I want to do it. It's your, it's your vision. Right. I don't have to, because like, hey, there is, uh, even though Jay Bolin, his name is Jason Bolin, but there is another Jason Bolin that's a fat, you know, celebrity stylist as well. Then you have Sean Milson. She's a st celebrity stylist. None of them are alike. They all style different. They all style their clients different. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I had to feel like, you know, you know, there's stylists here in Little Rock. I don't have to style like them, and they don't have to style like me. True. So um, I had to, like, keep doing what you're doing. There are people that, that, you, that need you. True. Um, <laughs> so let me ask you this. Uh -huh. What were some of the trials and tribulations that you had to endure in the beginning of starting this journey? Uh, of course, you know, money is always fear. It, well, I'm, okay, let me put fear first because I did let fear kind of like take over, you know, early on. And I mean, like, it's, it's okay to be scared when you're doing something. And that's just the humbleness in me that, you know, I don't feel like, even though my friends and stuff tell me, oh, you're going to kill it, you're going to kill it. I don't just always feel like that's what I'm going to do. So I fear I'm always nervous and, you know, my palms are sweaty and stuff like that. But I had to get past it. A friend of mine would always say this saying that, and I may not be saying it correctly. So sorry, Rhonda, if I'm saying this wrong. <laughs> but uh, she always said there's uh, fear on the other side or faith on the other side or something like that. I, I don't think I'm saying it right. But um, basically is that, you know, once you get past fear, you know, you can do it. And I know, like I said, I didn't, I didn't say that right. She's going to kill me on that because she's going to say, I said this to you too many times. Why didn't you didn't get it right? You know it yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just the nervousness in me right now. But um, she knows that I know, though. For sure, yeah. Um, and that was one of the things, like, it's not wrong being scared, but don't let fear stop you. Right, so, right. So besides, besides fear, finance, financing, because you know when you're financing, you know when you a business owner, you got to use your own money unless you're getting funded from someone. Uh, so that was, you know, a big circumstance for me. But everything else, I was good on. 
Of okay. course, you know, there were still some things as far as like the business side of running a business that I did not know. Right. But I had friends that were business owners and still, you know, been in business 15 plus years were there to help me and guide me along the way. That's cool. So That's cool. Um, I think, you know, I was in pretty good hands. I just had to get over some few humps. And I'm still learning. Like, I've been in business for four years now, still learning. So, you know, never honest, stop learning. If, if you wasn't learning, something would be wrong. Right. Every day we should continue to learn, mm -hmm. you know, and get better. So, yeah. Um, I'm curious, what are some of your dreams, goals, and aspirations moving forward for your brand? Uh, well, I know you asked me if I was a designer. <laughs> I was like, I don't make clothes. I just put the clothes together. But, I mean, I've had so many people, you know, say that. So I feel like it's, good Lord is telling me something, you know? Like uh, I would like to have my own line one day. Um, definitely would love to do that. I do want to give back to my community. I would like to start a mentoring program for young teenage girls because it's so needed. I see so many young girls, you know, dressing a certain way, looking a certain way, and I just feel like they just hadn't been taught. Like, you know, you can be fully dressed and still look good. You don't need all this. And I don't want to step on my toes because there's nothing wrong with wearing weave because I got braids, so that's considered weave. But, you know, it's just a certain way you do it with the long eyelashes. That's I feel like young girls should look like young girls, young teenage girls, not grown women. You shouldn't look like a grown woman until you become a grown woman. That's how my mom taught me. Like I used to want to, you know, wear makeup and stuff like that. And she was like, no, it's not time for you to wear makeup. You're a young girl, little girl, and you're going to stay that way until... Right. Right. <laughs> Everything in its own season. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, I want to do that. Um, that's one of the things I really want to start a mentoring program, and, you know, my dad, I'm, I'm going to get it done. Um, but I want to continue to keep uh, growing my business. I want to keep educating women on fashion. I want to keep inspiring women, motivating women. Yes. Uh, and there's so many different plat, and I'm not, I didn't even realize like doing podcasts, you know, that's a way to get my brand out there Thanks. and to learn, you know, to well, people watching me and to learn my story and where, how I started my business and where I am today. And to know that, you know, if you have a dream or a passion or whatever you want to do, you can do it, especially if you got the right people behind you, you can do anything. So you gotta have a good strong support system. Absolutely. You gotta have a good team behind. Yeah, so um that's just some of the things that I, you know, I wanna keep doing. Uh, like I say, keep growing my brand. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be a brand ambassador for a clothing store here. Well not really a store but apparel online store. Uh Bag It Up Boutique. I'm the brand ambassador for that. And then um I'm also the fashion merchandiser. I pick out the clothes for the you know uh, customers, you know, the latest fashion trends, make sure I'm picking out, making sure we, you know, on schedule with the okay. fall and winter okay. uh, clothes, spring and summer, things of that nature. Um, and then I'm a brand ambassador for a um, pair company out of Atlanta. Um, the name of it is CBDNC. Now, for anyone listening that doesn't know exactly what a brand ambassador is, could you elaborate? A, a brand bit? ambassador is just a person that uh, represents the the brand. Uh, like we wear clothes. Like for instance, I wear the brand clothes. Uh, back at a boutique, uh, making sure if I'm out and about, you know, I'm taking pictures, I'm tagging the brand. Yeah. Uh, 
I'll speak about the brand. Like, like, like now. <laughs> like now. Uh, actually, wear my pants. You probably can't see them, but I actually got on bag it up pants right now. Uh, even with CBDNC, she has t-shirt lines, sweatshirts. I'm always making sure that I'm modeling her stuff because I have to like take pictures in the brand, uh, tag them, you know, do reels, TikToks, all that stuff, uh, oh. videos. So what type of incentives come with being a brand ambassador? Um, you get discount on clothes. You get free clothes. I know people love like that. Free. We like free. free. <laughs> I get discounts. I have my own discount codes for other people to use. Uh, you can save 20% on certain pieces and stuff like that. So the individuals that you style, they can benefit from that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I always make sure that I'm posting about that. Um, actually, CBDNC, a pair out of Atlanta, make sure that you're following them. Uh, they just started a men's line of sweatshirts, uh, hoodies, and stuff like that. So actually, last week I was posting about that. Okay. And then you get paid. You get a check. <laughs> you get a whole check. What the, what the numbers look like. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, there's some good incentives of being a brand ambassador. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm curious, what does someone in this industry starting out make first, first year being a stylist? What would they make? Yes. Ooh, it would really depends. Um, just starting out, because when I first started, I didn't make a whole lot of money. Now, I'm still not making, you know, the numbers that I really want to do, but I'm, I'm going to get there. So I say a first-year stylist, if you, you know, make sure you got your, your social media right, you retain your clients, you can make, and if I was saying, you might say it's low, but keep in mind it's your first year. Right. And you're still learning. So I could say between uh, probably one and $2,000, or maybe even three. Just your first year. Right, right, right. You know, and that's saying that, you know, you got a full-time job. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, but that's just, and the reason why I'm saying that, because I'm speaking on my numbers. I got you. Because, you. Um, you know. You can only speak from your personal experience. Yeah, right. and then, uh, and somebody may start out and make more than that. And that's because they might have more time to. And they have the funding to do what they need to do. True, true. So, uh, don't go off of my numbers. <laughs> but, um so the, the individuals on the, you know, upper level, right, mm -hmm. they've they been doing this, like the guy that trained you in Dallas. Oh, what, what, uh, okay, he making millions. He making millions. Well, he probably had millions, probably, yeah. I'm pretty sure he probably making millions right, right now. Sure. You know, it ain't no probably to what he is. I mean, I've seen his home and this, his celebrity style, so he making so, millions, yeah. Okay. Okay. He got his own styling agency, and it'll probably to it that he's making millions. He is. Yeah, so six figures, you know, that's, he probably make that in just his clothes alone. I mean, because, you know, his collections, he sell out just like that in, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Okay. So that's, he probably making six figures just that, with his clothing that's, line. That's the goal. That's going to be you. Yes. One day. Yeah. You're going to speak it into existence. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, like, when you say first starting off, like, you know, I did get opportunities, you know, right away. But keep in mind, all the opportunities is not always going to be paid opportunities True. so you know you still want to take them because you're still getting your name out there right, 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 so right. you're not you going to get your reps in right so yeah. don't always think that you know your opportunity is going to be monetary because it's not so I mean like some of the things that I got a chance to do like I'm not a, I don't consider myself as a speaker but I have had opportunities to speak on fashion I didn't get paid for that but I was grateful for the opportunity because they're going to remember me True. and they're going to ask me to do it again 
then I can charge <laughs> because I've done it. You know, I got the experience. Yeah, and then opening doors of opportunity for you to create awareness about your brand and mm -hmm. talk to different people. Yeah. And they're like, hey, what? that's Stephanie. I remember her. Uh -huh. She does this, that, and the third. And right. then you get a phone call. Yeah. You may then get paid to do that event. Yes. But it may create some future clients. Absolutely. You know I mean? So don't always think that, you know, whatever opportunity is going to, you're going to get a check for it. But you're going to get that experience. Once you get that experience, you can get a check because you can charge the people like, well, I charge such and such amount for speaking on this. Right. I charge this to do, uh, say, a class or something like right. that. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. And I even like um, 2019, I did my, my first event was I did a model boot camp. Um, I uh, wanted since I was going to be doing fashion shows and learning about modeling, I had a friend that was like a model coach. So I did a class where, you know, people bought tickets to learn how to model. Uh, and I had a model, co a woman model coach and a male. And then I did have two males that, that bought tickets to attend the class, which I was so happy because I really didn't think about men at that time that men model just as well as women, kids as well. Right, right. So, um, I did that, had a class, it was on a Saturday, and that was, you know, turned out really, really well. I was, you know, afraid because it was my first event, so I didn't know how it was going to turn out, but it turned out very well. And people asked me, when are you going to do it again? But one thing about it is that those models paid to attend my class, so that was like in April, and I, was, I had got hired to do a fashion show for Sigma Chi Chi, and that was in September. So I used the models that attended my model boot camp as a reward. I love that. The way you, you were able to reciprocate. I yeah, like that. Yeah. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so what, what advice would you give anyone listening that is on the fence about going into this entrepreneurship? Um, I would tell them if you have a passion – and it's something out there that you just, you know, been eating, you really want to do it, you prayed about it, you know that's what you're supposed to do it, just do it. But keep in mind that, you know, give yourself grace, and I had to learn this too, that everything's not going to go always according to plan. Um, sometimes money, your money going to be funny, your change going to be strange, but do it because as long as you're doing what God has called you to do, he's going to put the right people in place for you to do it. Um, just know that the money will come. It's not going to come right away. Like some people get lucky. I was not one of those people. And I'm not really want to call it luck, but everybody, everybody's different. So everybody's story is going to be different. But just know that when you stick to what you're committed of doing for your brand, your business, or whatever that you're doing, uh, stay committed, stay consistent. Consistent is key. You definitely got to stay consistent. And, you know, Things happen, life happens. Sometimes you might have to take a step back, and there's nothing wrong with that. But make sure you start back up. True. So I always, you know, make sure that you know you stay consistent, stay committed to what you're doing. Uh, don't always focus on, you know, a check right away. But you know, check will will come. Like you said earlier, if you you chase your passion, profit will follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I just you know I always try to tell people, don't just don't think that you're just gonna get money right away, because you probably won't no, right no, away. It don't work like that. Yeah, yeah. But stay committed, stay yeah. consistent. As the first two things I try to make. If somebody asked me, you know, right. and you did, 
always tell people, just stay and stay prayed up. Oh, my goodness. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not an easy job being an entrepreneur. Um, you have to work long hours. You got to work after hours. Like, I got a full-time job. I'll be heading to my full-time job when I leave here. But, you know, you have to work after hours. You have to work on weekends, you know, work in the middle of the night it's to a, get it's things a done. It's yeah, a so if you're not ready, fully ready, I would suggest don't do it until you're ready. You know, because a lot of people feel like everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur. Um, you know, you see on TV and social media that, you know, business owners, you need to be a business owner, you know, tax write-off and stuff like that. Yeah, you have all of that, but everybody's not cut out to be a business owner. Yeah, it's not for the faint and hard. It ain't for the weak. It's definitely not for the weak. So. You've seen a lot of people <laughs> throwing the towel. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, I just always say just stay consistent, stay committed. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. um, anything that we haven't covered that you want to touch base on? Oh, it's probably a lot of stuff we probably covered, but we only have hours. <laughs> but uh, I do want to just, you know, you know, tell people that, you know, I started my business four years ago. Um, year This year, 2022, I like to call it the year of first. That's actually my hashtag on a lot of things is hashtag the year of first. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of things that have happened this year that I would have never thought would happen when I first started my business. Guys, I was on the cover of a magazine for January and February of this year. Who in my magazine of uh, Arkansas? You know, they have, That's amazing. I mean, they have magazines, you know, represent each state. I think like over, I, I don't want to quote the number. I'm going to leave it alone. But um, they out of, I believe it's South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina. Okay, see, y'all need to be calling out states because you may get it wrong. Sorry <laughs> if I got that wrong. But anyway, uh, Google Who Am I magazine, and when you say Who Am I, it's not spelled the way you think it is. It's actually H-U-A-M-I, Who Am I magazine. Google that, and you'll see all the states. It's a black-owned magazine. Okay. Uh, the editor-in-chief and owner is Terry Watson. Sorry, Terry, that I probably get just seated and stayed wrong, my bad. But anyway, um, and keep in mind when I'm, t and I like to throw this out there because people think like, oh, she's on the cover of a magazine. But the reason why I'm telling this story is because I was only supposed to be featured. Okay, so I had my interview in December of last year. Mm -hmm. uh, I talked to a writer out of Atlanta. And I told my story. They asked me a series of questions of things of like uh, that nature. And she was just so impressed with my story. She's like, I know I'm not the owner. I don't have control of who makes the cover, but I'm going to suggest that you make it. Because she said, I feel like you deserve it. Really? She said, I feel your passion through this phone. She said, girl, I can just feel. She's like, I am just so excited and so hyped for you right now. She said, I just, you know, pray that your business prosper and you get everything that you want and deserve. I said, oh, thank you so much. Okay, Mr. Watson called me. Um... It was right before New Year's Eve. I can never forget it. New Year's Eve. It was two days before New Year's Eve. So he called me. He's like, hey, Miss Hobbs, how you doing? I said, I'm fine. How you doing? And um, he said, I'm about to send you something. I said, okay. He said, I'm going to text it to you while we're on the phone. I said, okay. And he, he sent it to me. And I was, he said, have you checked your phone? I was like, uh, no, let me check. So I heard it go off. 
and he sent me this, my pictures, you know, because I had to submit pictures of myself and, you know, all that. And I was like, hmm. I said, Mr. Watts, I said, I don't know if I'm just, you know, just thinking. I said, but this like a cover of a magazine. He said, because it is. Mm. I said, so you mean tell me I'm on the cover? I made the cover? He was like, yeah. I just screamed out. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm all in your ear. He said, yeah, we, we feel like that you deserve it. Um, I heard good things about you. The writer just really, really. And he said, I went with it. God is good. Oh, yes, he is. So um, I was like, and I kept looking at the picture, and I was like, that's me. <laughs> a small town country girl on the cover of somebody's magazine. I was just blown away. And then, of course, after I got the phone with him, I got emotional. I called my mom and dad. And I was just, I think I literally cried the rest of the day. <laughs> just was, I was so happy. I was honored. I was humble. I just could not believe it. I was like, hmm. So then after that, uh, I had a mag magazine release party where my friends threw me a party, okay. invited friends and stuff like that. And the owner of the magazine saw what I was doing because I, you know, I was posting about it. And he was like, we want to cover your party. So not only did I make the, uh, the cover of the magazine, the next issue, my party was in that issue. So then I got um, a magazine feature uh, from out of Atlanta. The magazine was called Shout Out Atlanta. Got a feature with that. And then after that, it was Voyager Memphis, Voyager Dallas, Voyager Houston. They were all back to back. Wow. And I was like, look at God. What do you do? And I was just amazed. Like, I, I mean, I guess when you, you know, when I started my business, I wasn't looking at any of that kind of things. I was just focused on style and getting clients. But I didn't look at the big picture. Um, and so my brand was getting out there all over the country. It was, you know, my name is steady getting in. Um, in March, I got a segment, a small segment on the Vine morning show here in Little Rock, uh, Channel 11. Did a spring and summer uh, fashion segment for that. Um, got invited to be on few podcasts and like I'm here on your podcast um and I'm pretty sure I'm probably forgetting a couple of things because you know when you're talking you don't always remember everything so, so but these are just some of the things that I have done this year that I was not on the list it was not even in my brain to, that I was going to do it's not it ain't your plan it's God's right plan. right yeah. yeah so I'm like I'm just really thankful that you know, I just want to say, if there's something you really want to do and you stay consistent, you never know where it's going to go. I mean, you know, like you said, God's plan, that was his plan. And I don't know what his next plan is going to be, so everybody tell me, what's next? I don't know. <laughs> hey, just just stay tuned. Yeah, just yeah, stay, stay tuned. tuned. That, that's perfect. Stay tuned because um, what I feel like I may be doing, he may, you know, turn it around for me to do something else. So I don't know, but um, he he definitely can do it for you because he did it for me. He's done it for others, and he can do it for you. Hey, let him do it. Yeah. <laughs>
Um, so last but not least, okay. uh, what's what's the contact information? Your social oh, media, yeah. email, how can they reach that? Okay, so um, you can follow me on Instagram at StyleMeSteph, that's S-T-E-P-H-A-R, StyleMeSteph on Instagram, Facebook is StyleMeStephanie, email is info at StyleMeStephanieAR.com, and my website is StyleMeStephanieAR.com. Mm-hmm. What's up, man? Y'all reach out to her and get, get, get style. You know, yes, get style. Get the latest fashion, get you right for this, this fall season. Mm-hmm. You know, Holiday season. Holiday season, <laughs> transition you into the winter season. She's going she gonna to get you right. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. We appreciate you for coming Thanks out. Thanks for having me. This yeah. has been fun. For sure, for sure. <laughs> hey, we wish you well on all your future endeavors. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank- Wake up. Wake up.